There's a lot of things in this old world That just do not make sense Like why there's so few believers on the firing line While so many others sit the fence But if you want to know where the word of God stands And believe it wants to use your feet and hands It's time to take your faith out of the seats And into the streets And come along with me If you'll only look Then you will see On WCN-TV Welcome to today's WCN-TV program. This is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. And welcome to those in our studio audience. Uh, If you're just watching and you'd like to be part of the program, just click that red button that says join the studio audience and you can participate too. So uh, we welcome you to do that. I encourage you to do that and hope you'll join us. So. But I hope you're all doing pretty well and enjoying the springtime weather. I just got back from the post office. It's 83 where I live. Uh, nice day outside, but I'm stuck in here. <laughs> so, but, you know, even though the globalists who think of themselves as the elites are doing their best to destroy everything, God's natural order continues. In my area, the trees and flowers are blooming, the sun shining, and God's natural creation is doing what it always does. We have baby birds being born, and the earth has come alive again after a long winter. And I mowed the lawn the other day for the first time. I actually enjoy mowing mowing the lawn. I would mow a thousand lawns rather than shovel one driveway. So just so you know, not that I'm offering to do it, but that's where I'm at on that. Well, our guest today is Pastor Butch Paw. For over 45 years, Pastor Butch has been tirelessly preaching, writing, hosting radio shows and producing Bible teaching videos in order to reach people and lead them into biblical truth of Jesus Christ and the gospel. I think you're really going to enjoy Pastor Butch. He's one of the few courageous Christians uh, and speakers, and he's not afraid to speak the whole truth of what's really happening in today's world. I think you'll find he's not one of those effeminate cotton candy pastors that are we're all too familiar with. He tells it like it is, and I was honored to be a guest on his radio show a few weeks back, and now I'd like to introduce him to you. So, Pastor Butch, welcome to WCN-TV. Thanks for being here. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, and thanks for having me. I do appreciate it. I really do. That's It's an honor, and I'm humbled to be here. Uh, uh, you said I'm just, a, I'm just a hillbilly preacher from West Virginia, nothing special, but just trying to do what the Lord asked me to do, and Spread the truth. I've been on the radio a little over 30 years now, preaching about 40, you said about 45 years, something like along those ways, and watching our nation dissolve around us and come to uh, to a screeching halt with any type of morals left at all. 
it's just frustrating and it makes me angry to watch the church sitting back and playing with their hymbles and waiting for the rapture. I guess is what they're doing. That's all they are doing as far as I can see. What part of uh, West Virginia are you in? Uh, central down just about just a little below before, before state law, big old town called Summersville. Uh, about there, about 45 minutes to the back of West Virginia, and there and 45 southeast from Charleston. So, yeah, we've been here. I've been here all my life. It's up at the time I was in the military. Okay. Okay. Are you pastoring a church there, too? I still have a fellowship. It's a small fellowship uh, that goes out, what I call televised by computer. When you do meet, we put it all over there. We put it on the computer. People go to our website, pastorbutch.com, or type in my name, Pastor Butch Paul, P-A-U-G-H. Done at the Bible studies. Uh, it airs all over the world. People, we get calls from France and uh, Australia and places. So people do watch it. We're just trying to do something a little different. What most churches do, we do a Christian worldview news hour. We do Bible uh, Bible prophecy with current events and show where we are in time, how close we are to seeing prophecy being fulfilled, and try to get people's eyes open. But I tell you what, Robin, really discouraged and frustrated that most Christians have they call themselves christians have no desire to know what the scriptures say about what's happening in the world today especially in america americans still still truly believe that we're a godly nation yeah well um don't get me started (laughs) on the churches you know and it's universal it's not just i mean there are i know a lot of good pastors but unfortunately they're all spread out around the country you know, like yourself there, and um, we have we have two that I can think of in in Wisconsin. Um, I know some good ones in Ohio. I know some in uh, other states, but um, they are few and far between. And and it seems the the really good uh, pastors with uh, that are really telling you the truth, they always have a small remnant following. Very small, and that's one of the signs, I think, in the last days to, to prove who the true pastors are. When you see these mega churches raking in tr- millions of dollars and buying jet planes, and I'm not knocking the preacher earning money. I'm not saying the earnings is key. But when you start seeing them drawing those kind of crowds, they're not teaching the gospel. I mean, uh, everyone forsook Christ in his, before he's crucified. Uh, he said only a few are going to find the way of the truth. Only a few are going to find it. So don't expect the mega churches to lead you in the gospel and the truth and the holiness of God's word. People seem to forget the day that the Ten Commandments were not Ten Suggestions. Yeah, we were talking about that before the show began with uh, some of our guests here. So it's uh, crazy where where the world is gone. But um, so we can, uh, folks can find you at uh, pastorbutch.com. Pastorbutch.com. It's yes. easy, easy to remember. And uh, what what will they find on your website? Let's scroll through there and take a look. And all kinds of headlines you see them there out from the, I think on the left of the page, or maybe the top page. I'm not real sure. I can I, can, I can't see them on a little phone here, but but uh, they can also find that we air uh, air Monday through Wednesday at eight o'clock p.m. Eastern on many stations around the country on shortwave and a whole lot of different uh, sites on the internet, uh, Bradyon and uh, different places, uh, Rumble. Oh, many of them, Spotify, they all carried my my programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I've been doing this over 30 years now. And we have been blessed to have a worldwide ministry and extend it to many, many places. Uh, we are 
Arrow, all over the Northwest, the WCN with Tom Reed, a fine man, pushing these stations up through there. So we're doing our best just to reach the remnant so they can be prepared for what's coming. Our nation's going down the twos very quickly. The financial system is about ready to collapse. We're going into a central bank digital currency that you won't be able to use unless you unless you follow the rules. We're seeing so many things happen now that fulfill scriptures that unless we obey our new God, which is government or man, we won't be able to function, won't be able to pay our bills, won't be able to do anything. And uh, I know the church seems to think that this can't happen. It's, I've been doing this a long time, uh, Rob, and I've seen that most churches think that the Old Testament, of course, is all about the past. New Testament just tells the future. So nothing's happening while we're living. I mean, for some reason, I think that we're living in a void where no prophecy is being fulfilled. It's all going to be in the future for Revelation, all in the past and in the, in the Old Testament. It's nothing really uh, is relevant for the day's time. So I don't hear. We're not fulfilling what they, what's our purpose to be here on earth. We're seeing the end days come together. Now, I'm not setting dates. I will never do that. But we're seeing the signs of the times come together for the end days. My song on my broadcast, I've played as a theme song for over 30 years, is This is War by the Pains. And it's more relevant than they ever has been. Uh, we, we have been in a war for the soul of this nation. But we pretty much lost it because the church hadn't showed up to battle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, as long as you have the... Uh... We're, I think we're, are we still looking at the, no, let's look at the, uh, the webpage there, put, put that webpage up and then go down to latest headlines. I, I want to show you something cool. Scroll down there. All right. Okay. Go keep going. Keep going. Latest headlines. There you go. Okay. Now one, two, click on the third one, show them what the net, what a natural family is. Ha <laughs> ha. Takes you to Wisconsin Christian News. Show them what a natural family is. <laughs> I encourage you to read that. So but, that's uh, a fantastic article. You that. Yeah, I appreciate you putting it up. And I uh, I see that you had Coach Dave on recently on your program too. So Yeah. We'll begin to, uh, tonight actually, eight o'clock. Oh, he's on tonight. Okay. For some yep, reason I was thinking he was last night. No, he's tonight. Last night I had uh, Jimmy Walden on, a very powerful young man, a Jamie, very powerful yes. preacher. Yep. Yes, very Jamie's but, a good uh, friend, I, and, and he's been on the show uh, many, many times. And uh, I think the last time he was on, I, I um, had him on as one of two guests. I had him and Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North on at the, on the same program. So we got two Marines together in one. And uh, mm-hmm. And wanting to introduce those two for a long time. So, but uh, yeah, we love Jamie. Went to see him last uh, summer out in uh, Colorado and uh, when we went to visit our grandkids. So, uh, good man, good man. What, what part of Colorado are your grandkids in? Uh, Durango. I have four is, in Colorado Spring. Okay. Yeah, they're in Durango, which is far southwest part of colorado and and they're about uh 45 minute drive from jamie's place so um i just don't know what to do to get the people awake rob to what's coming on this country and uh you know i've been doing this like i said over over 30 years on the radio trying to get people's eyes open when it first started uh started on thursday nights and local 50,000 watt station and back in 1994-95 i'm guessing what year it was 
Uh, I read the 1987 gay manifesto, and I use the word gay because that's what they use, but I mean, what mm-hmm. it is the sodomite manifesto. Yeah. I read on the air what they're planning for, and you, you know, they made the people, most of the people listening to the program are supposed to be are supposed to be Christians. Uh, they threatened to burn down the radio station mm. because it can't happen in America. And everything they said happened. I read a, I read a Commons Manifesto written back in 1940s and 50s. Everything they said come to pass, and I and and, uh, and everything reported was come to pass. But I'm not that. I'm not an Old Testament prophet. I don't tell the future dates and what's coming. But I do take the New Testament and show you what's happening in the day in the now. And when the enemy says they're going to do this, and then they do it, I think we should pay attention. And I think the pastors of America should be telling the church that this is what's happening. This is why it's happening. And why are we standing up? Why aren't churches? Why aren't Christians angry? Why are we not angry? Christ became you, angry. Yeah. He gets angry. He planned to. Oop, you, you froze up there. Can you imagine a pastor uh, doing a sermon on a Sunday in a church reading the gay manifesto or the communist manifesto? <laughs> they won't do it. No. They will. They will not. No, they they won't. absolutely will not do it. They won't even read it. Probably. Um, it's. Uh, but you're right. Everything that was in those documents. Uh, you know, and the gay manifesto was said to be a uh, um, a satire thing. Yeah, right. Well, everything on that list. Yeah, yeah, right. Everything on that list has come to pass. So absolutely. And when when you whenever you have schools and libraries and businesses bring in bring in transgender sexual deviants to dance in front of the children, and even worse, the parents bring the children to that. What is wrong with this country? What's wrong with the church? Why Why is the church not proclaiming this is what it is? I mean, people people get all upset, and they should over over Anheuser Busch and Bud Light and the and the and the, and the transgender pervert on the can. They get they get mad about that. God bless them. Good for them. But they get mad over drinking beer. How about why can't we get mad over our children being being uh, harassed and, and possessed by these de- demonic activities? We're producing, we're bringing them before them in schools. What's wrong with the people today? Well, I've got a few stories here if you want to get into it that's uh, kind of related to all of this. And, um, you know, I, I hate to keep pounding this drum, but we need to keep getting this information out. Um, now, these are recent news stories. A restaurant chain in Florida has filed a lawsuit against Ron DeSantis over a recently enacted law forbidding minors from attending drag queen performances. It's a place called Hamburger Mary's, and they're claiming that DeSantis is violating their First Amendment rights to freedom of expression by banning them from hosting drag shows for underage children. Because, you know, the underage children have to have the right to stick dollar bills in the G-strings of these men dressed up like female strippers. That's well, why can't we take them to that's a just one? What's that? Why can't we just take them to a bar, get them drunk, and buy them a prostitute? Yeah, well, that's basically what, what the deal is. It's basically what's going I mean, on. These are little yeah, kids. I, These are little kids. I've been to the Pride Parades. I, I, I've seen the little kids. Some of them can't even walk. They're in strollers, and yet they're being indoctrinated from that age on up by their so-called parents. So it's... Uh, well, the, the parents are <laughs> perverted as the ones dancing. The parents are sick in their spirit, in their mind, in their heart. They're sick. 
those parents should be should be arrested for child abuse. Absolutely, it is child abuse. It's it's it fits the exact definition of child abuse in in the in the statutes if you look it up. Um, yes, it does. People people are going to jail all the time for having child porn on their phones. What about taking your child to a porn show? For goodness sake. Anyway, well, that's the, that's basically what that is. But there's a time coming in the very near future where child porn will no longer be illegal. They're going to make pedophilia totally legal. They're working on it right now. So yeah. there's coming a time when that one illegal to have to, to watch a child having sex or have a child having sex with a child. That's going to be legal in this country. It's not that very far away. I said that on the radio something many years ago when people threatened. Uh, actually, I had wheels uh, lug nuts took off the wheels on the cars. I had two tie rods. Time. I had people uh, while I was in the station on programs had to get a, had to get somebody watch my car so nobody vandalized it. Now that's the truth. I said this is going to happen in America. Sex with children will be legal. Will be legal one day. And I saw a lady this other uh, day at uh, went into a store to pick up some uh, medicine, and a lady said uh, uh, they went to church where I pastored thirty five or so years ago. Said you were right, but our minds were too small to to accept it. And she said, "But well, do you think that Trump's prophesied to save America?" I said, "No, he's not. He's not prophesied to save America. The man is more pro queer than Hillary is. He said he was." And she said, oh, "I don't believe that." And I thought, "What's she should tell you anything? You didn't listen thirty-five years. They're going to listen now. There's no politician going to save America. You cannot fix that spiritual uh, situation with a political answer. It doesn't work until Amen. people repent. There's no hope. It's not going to be fixed by any politician." You know what would fix it is fixing the churches, and uh, judgment begins in the house of God, doesn't it? It it does, and it has to start behind the pulpits. Absolutely. So, you know, we have churches. uh, I drive around Wisconsin every month for my work, and uh, I can't tell you the number of churches that not only put the, the, uh, the pride flag up on their buildings, in June, but a lot of them leave it up all year round. A lot of them have their front steps painted in rainbow colors, you know. So these are churches, so called. Um, but they are churches, but they're satanic temples. You know that. Yeah, yeah. So they're not really churches. They're 501c3 corporations. They're in it for business, they're in it to get money and gain crowds, but they're not Christ's church. Christ's church would not do that. Yeah. And there are churches that will not do that. They will not fly the pride flag or, or any of that, but they will not speak about it either. And that's why we, no, have, so, we have so many ignorant churchgoers. I'm not calling them Christians. I'm calling them churchgoers. I don't use the word Christian because People tell me they're a Christian. I have to ask them, well, what does that mean to you? Because it means something yes. different to everybody. And uh, unfortunately, for most people, it, it it is not accurate. So I use the word Christ follower if I'm talking about somebody who's real and uh, churchgoers for the others. Um, well, born again, blood bought, spirit-filled believers So what I'm looking for. It's what Christ is looking for. You know, yeah. in Matthew chapter 7, he tells us, very clearly, all those that went to church and raised the dead and healed the sick and fed the poor, he said, I never knew you. Yep, I don't know who you are. Yeah. And I uh, said, only a few 
going to find the right path. And those are the ones that obey him. We've all messed up, Rob. Thank God for, for Christ's grace and his mercy. Thank God for his grace and mercy. We've all messed up. We've all been taken and suckered into this system we call uh, the, the world system. I call it the beast system. We've all been suckered into it. We've all, we've all done things we know now we shouldn't have done. The best partakers of man's kingdom on earth. God those that want to know the truth to stand up and say, we got to stop. we got to get our eyes open to the truth. What all this has been a snare for many, many years to draw us into this, into this uh, trap. If you want, I guess you call it that to take us down the chute and put us in the back of the slaughter truck. This has been going on for many, many years and the church bought right into it. And the church uh, sees no, no, no uh, harm in it. The church is not alarmed at what's happening as a whole. And that's the pastor's fault. The church should be should be the first up front to say this is wrong. Don't do it. But unfortunately, it's never mentioned in the church. Like you said, I, 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 if I were not pastor in the fellowship, I couldn't go to church because they run me out in about two weeks because I couldn't keep my mouth shut. I mean, they go to church and hear the same message every week, how to be saved. How We hear a Bible story about David and Goliath. Well, that's all great. That's all wonderful. But that's kindergarten stuff. It's time to pick up the sword and the shield and get into the battle. We're losing our children. We're losing the souls of our children. We're losing our nation because the church doesn't know how to go to war any longer. Yeah. All they got to do is sit on the sidelines and, and placate the people, tickle their ears, and have a hot dog dinner. Well, you know, I said that 20 years ago. Um, you sit there in church week after week hearing the same type of sermon week after week. And, yes, you know, what, what they're saying is, you know, at that time was true, but like you said, it's, it's kindergarten stuff. It, it's like, when do we graduate? When, are, when do we get our marching orders? When do we, when are we trained for the work of the ministry? And that, that never unfortunately happens. So. Well, how do you, how do you get a child to understand how to pick up a sword and a shield and a helmet? How do you get a child to understand how to operate a weapon of, of righteousness? You know, Paul wrote in, in the Hebrews to the Hebrews and said, of all the people should know this already, you should know, but you're still on milk. You yep. should be on meat. You know, you, you you still have need of being taught the doctrines of the, of the beginning of the foundation. It's time to move on beyond that. It's time to grow beyond that and build on that. You can't you can't keep you can't get a building completed by keep working on the foundation. You got to start laying the blocks and the bricks and building that building. And the church hasn't done that for so long in America. The church is losing fifty eight thousand people a week. In this country, the so-called mm-hmm. Christian Church, no wonder what's to keep them there. It's no yeah. different than the world. Yeah, you can't, and you cannot out entertain the world. Um, the world's going to win every time. And on that same topic, you can't send your kid to public school for forty hours a week, and then have them spend an hour in Sunday school coloring a picture of Noah's Ark and expect them to be Christians. So. Yeah. No. Get no. them out of the public schools. No, you can't. Those places no, are you... satanic. So, but anyway, on this topic, well, that's, got, that's... go 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 ahead, and then we're gonna. I got another news item here for you. Even beginning the public school system, I call it the public fool system, was to undermine Christian values. Now, it it didn't show very much in the beginning because it was not uh, prevalent, but now it's totally. Uh, before anybody wants to see it, the public fool system is to undermine the word of God, undermine the family, and destroy this nation's moral compass. And they've done that. If your child's in a public school, you know, you go to church because of a Christian, 
I question your sincerity in being a Christian. I, I don't apologize saying that. You don't like it? Don't listen. I just question your sincerity. Your child's being taught every day there is no God. They're being taught now they're putting out, giving out books for four-year-olds on how to masturbate. You think your child needs to know that? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when I was in school, um, the language in the hallways from the kids was filth. And uh, even among some of the teachers, and that's a long time ago. That's when I was in school. I cannot imagine what it is today. Um, now that's the kind of stuff they're teaching. They're teaching your kids. So parents, but you ought to know. Have a, you ought to know better. So, Our producer for our ministry, Phil Hudock, does all the videos, DVDs, does all the programming when we have Bible studies. A substitute teach once a teach once while. And he had a young boy who went to taught last week. Every other word out of his mouth was the F word. And mm-hmm. he couldn't stop him. Principal couldn't stop him. The boy would not listen. He would go, he done what he wanted to do, get up, move around. He just done what he wanted to do. And nothing that Phil could do about it. Uh, so, yeah, this is where we are in America. And now Generation Z, they call it, I think something only like 20% even believe there's a God. So stop and think about that. How far we've fallen just in my your lifetime i think a little bit older you are but uh i grew up in school we had prayer in school every morning we that was we had bible we actually had bible study in school we had they, they, in high school in tigers valley high school mill creek west virginia we had we had uh devotion three mornings a week monday Wednesday, and friday they played it they played hymns on the intercom they had prayer in the intercom all this was done while i was in school today my gosh they'd be rest of that in a heartbeat you, you can have a drag queen come in but you can't have a pastor come in and teach the bible yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, one of the uh, interesting things that, and you should talk to Coach about this tonight, let, let him tell his story, but he has somehow managed to get into the public schools. I think one, I think he goes in maybe once a quarter and uh, has a kind of a captive audience there with with kids, and, and he lays it out. And you know Coach, um, he, he tells it like it is. And um, but they let him in. They let they let him in. Uh, I think four times a year, and uh, he's able wow. to uh, reach these uh, high school kids. So it's a particular class. So using this has been several years ago, probably 15, 20 years ago. I don't know how long exactly. Uh, this the, the high school that I went to for three years, Tech Valley High School. Uh, that the, both of the people, the Phil and his wife uh, Lynn, both taught at Tiger Valley High School at the time. They want me to come and speak, and the school administration said no. So I was kicked out of the high school 30 years after I got out of high school before you got. They want to be a, a lecture on, on drinking and driving and, you know, what's about all that. And they would not, would not let me come in and speak at the school. Well, you're a bad boy, Pastor Butch. You need to go to the principal's office. So. Uh, yep, uh, that's very so. Very true. And if you there if you, you live in the world today and you're not facing opposition, you're not living righteously. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's true. So getting on to another story here. Um, a lot of people still shopping at Target. I know it's difficult to find any place you can shop anymore um, that doesn't violate your, your, uh, your values, but... Um, Target is the latest big retailer that has started to shut down stores. I think they started shutting them down last week. 
And if you remember, Target was the first retailer to allow transgender bathrooms. Um, yes. Then they began marketing LGBTQ plus clothing for children and even babies, not to mention transgender equipment like fake body parts and binders. Now they're carrying a clothing line by a designer who is an avowed Satanist. I'm not kidding. This is in the news today. This just came across my news feed today. Uh, Target hired a Satanist, uh, and they're they're selling his his line of products. Uh, Satan loves you. Satan respects pronouns. This guy says, and his clothing items, which will inc- which will join Target's extensive line of pride products, includes a sweatshirt that reads "Cure transphobia, not trans people." And another of the products is a pin featuring the image of the demon Baphomet. Statement from the organization Citizen Go says their latest pride collection includes a t-shirt with the words queer, 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 and a t-shirt that reads homophobia, transphobia can be cured with education. Every item is designed to be cutesy intended to make the message appealing to children, although nothing can make the cover of the book the hips on the drag queen go swish, 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 cute or appropriate. And like I said, still Christian shop there, totally oblivious to all of this. I don't know how they don't see it because it's right there. They got a whole section of pride stuff, um, but it's one of their favorite stores. People are just now starting well, I mean, to pick up. But um, I that uh, Target is told that some of the more rural areas where they think they might get a lot of flack, to put those sections in the back of the store and make them smaller. They're a little bit afraid of what happened to Budweiser. It's actually starting to back up a little bit on that, praise God, but we need to just totally shut them down for that. Uh, well, they just hired the Satanists t- yesterday. <laughs> so, you know, exactly. they may be, may be trying to hide it a little bit, but um, no, they're actually going after the rural areas too, the smaller towns and, oh, they, and you know. But the people still take the children to Disney World. Yeah, yeah. You'll take them there and think it's the best place in the world to take the children. After know what happened there, and Ron, Ron DeSantis, bless his heart in Florida, has taken his stand. Now the NAACP are telling black folks don't go to Florida because you're not welcome there. I mean, what a bunch of nonsense. But this is what's happening in our country. And I don't know much about Ron DeSantis. Some of the things he's done I really do like a lot. I'd shake his hand thinking for him. I don't know anything about his background yet, but I'll learn about him. Uh, but see, this, this is how far we're going when a man says no more drag queens for children, he gets sued for it. In America, the when I was growing up in America back in the 50s and 60s, if they would mention that in school, they would they probably burn the school down. Now, I'm not making this up. People have been up in arms about this. But today, it's all the way around. A Christian says no, and people come after them. So this is a whole, uh, a whole different reversal since I was a, a young man growing up in this country. Righteousness now is mocked and ridiculed and threatened. And evil is, is applauded and embraced. Well, and like you said, the young people cannot complete a sentence without using the F word 25 times. So that's true. Um, and that's true. not just the young people anymore. I, you know, I see people my age or close to my age. They think nothing of it. It's just, uh, it's, it's the only vocabulary that they know. So anyway, we need to take a break. If Jonathan has our, our message ready from, um, from uh, Mr. Lindell. It's just a quick one, and we'll be right back.
You got to push play, Jonathan. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. Okay, so there you go. If you're going to buy something for my pillow, use the promo code WCN and uh, you'll save a little something and we'll get a little something uh, back. So when I say a little something, I mean a little something. You'll save a lot. We'll get a little something. So, <laughs> Mr. Lindell, thank you. So, anyway, anybody in our studio audience have any questions or comments you'd like to make? We'd like to bring you in and that should be part of the show here. Deanne, yes. Yes, it's so very refreshing to hear this pastor talk the way that he is. It's just so refreshing. Um, but you know, one comment, Rob, you know about this as well. I, I've told you about it. How can you have righteous pastors in the pulpit when you have a guy who's on the sex offender registry and the senior pastor thinks that that's fine to have him on the sex offender registry and be in the pulpits? Now, there's a problem in itself. Yes, it is. Pastor Butch, this well, refers I, I, to a, a church in uh, Deanne's area. They have a sex offender on the uh, pastoral staff. And and how long ago how long ago was he a sex offender? He's a lifetime registrant. Um, he has to be on it a lifetime. Um, this happened like twenty years ago, but uh, yeah. I I don't I don't know, but they have openly homosexual men and, and women behind the pulpit now, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, you have the Methodist Church ordaining both men and women um, and lesbians and and homosexuals. That doesn't surprise me. I hate to say that, but it doesn't surprise me. It just makes me sick, but it doesn't surprise me. Yep. Anyone else in our audience? Uh, Harry. Always good to yeah, see you. You were talking about. You were mentioning of teaching the, the people discipleship, but who's going to teach them until somebody teaches the pastor or the leaders? You know, you're, you're, you know, you're right. They need to be taught. But at the same time, the leaders need to be taught or replaced. Well, I uh, offered to do that at a church I used to attend and was not allowed to. Um, because of some of the topics and issues that I wanted to teach. My so, point exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I really think the uh, the future, uh, what, we're, what we need is to get away from these institutional organizations known as churches and do home church, home groups, and, uh, you know, uh, study groups like Pastor Bush is doing. So well, Christ calls his body out. I always figured that was out of the church and yeah. into the smaller groups. Well, but we can't live. This, you know, we have to live this world and not be a part of it. Like I, our, I agree with that. Where, where did the church start? They were kicked out of synagogues. They went house to house to teach gospel. 
They did it probably just they had church groups. We offer, uh, if people don't want them, we offer our DVDs or CDs. Uh, every month, people want to have in, in-home church services. And Bible says we send them a copy of a DVD of four hours of them to take to take it home with their family, study the, the Bible with us there with them on DVD that lead them into some Bible study. We offer that every month. Anybody wants it. And several, several people do do that. But uh, you can find all the teachings online also. But you're right, I, Rob, you can't go to church and teach what we're saying because they don't want to hear it. They simply don't want to hear it, so that's a curse. On, that's a curse on the on the end time church in America, is they don't have pastors, they don't have shepherds, they have hirelings. That's so they're there for the money. They're there to tickle your ears and keep the paycheck coming. It's about it's about all for and keep the people appeased. If you always have everybody in the church that loves you, <laughs> they're not mad at you about something. You're not teaching the Bible. I mean, did did anybody get angry with Christ at any one time? Did anybody get angry with Christ? I mean, did they crucify him because he didn't offend anybody? Was he not called the rock of I mean, was he crucified because everybody loved him so much? No, people, you're not going to be loved if you stand for the truth in a wicked world. You're going to be hated by the masses. He was hated by the masses. So just get over this popularity contest, uh, this Joe Osteen uh, uh, atmosphere, it's not going to happen if you're teaching the Bible. Well, and I've said that uh, multiple times in, in some of my radio commentaries and articles. Um, name for me one person in the Bible, Old Testament or New, who actually spoke the words of God, taught the word of God and uh, righteousness, and um, was well-liked and popular among the people. But you can't find it. But today, the pastors just want to be well-liked and popular among the people. Um, that's, that's their number one goal. Don't offend anybody. But you cannot find that in Scripture. Um, everybody who um, uh, followed the Lord was persecuted. And we're told that's going to happen. What do we expect? <laughs> what do we expect? That uh, there's woe, you know, more or less woe to those everybody speaks well of. If everybody loves you, you're not walking the path of righteousness. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah. So what you were saying, Pastor Bush, is you've got the curriculum, and it's just like homeschooling. The curriculum is out there. The Christian curriculum is out there. It's yes. free. Um, you can get it for free. Yes. All you got to do well, is do it. You know, people just go online. Yes, go online. Look for it. it's all free on there everywhere. Uh, it's about every major outlet online, and I have it. A few books and uh, the last three volumes I put together all in one book. Uh, people seem to be enjoying that. Uh, when I write, I write like like a talk, I guess. I get right to the point, give the scripture, give what it means. Or if I, if I quote history, I give you the dates and times. Get right to the point, make the one point, move on to the next one. So I've written a few books. That if, you, if you like Bible studies and you don't like to spend an hour and a half reading on the same topic, we got books I think you enjoy. Yep. So, and it's... Um pastorbutch.com you can find all that information so uh producer wants to know where we can find our book find the books well you get up through the ministry uh, you can probably find it on amazon but i don't do much to amazon i don't like amazon no, i mean on your uh, we often, uh, i mean they can call ministry toll free numbers 800-777 4403. They can order the books uh, from a, a, we have an answer service. that so answers the phone nine to four every day. I'm in office every Thursday, all day long myself to talk to people. So anyone's calling, talk to me Thursday. 
let, between nine and four Eastern, I'd love to talk to them. It's a free number. If you, if you don't have long distance, you can call 800-777-4403. We offer, we offer the books right through the ministry here. We, the, we don't ask a fortune for them. Because, I mean, we're just trying to get them out at our cost so we can give them people's hands. And I don't need to tell you, Rob, that when you're doing this kind of programming, we don't draw big crowds. We don't have a big budget. We, we can't afford it. By the grace of God, we're blessed to be on several stations because they give us a real good deal because they like what we're saying. But as far as reaching the masses, it isn't happening. Paying the bills is always a real, always been a real pain to keep bills paid because Tell people aren't drawn. Yeah. Tell yeah. you about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're I know what you're talking about. Anyway, if it's going to be, it's up to us. Um, we we got to stop looking to these institutional uh, career pastors, and uh, and start teaching it on our own. Start with your family. Start with your neighbors. Start with your friends. It, it'll grow from there. If it's going to grow, if it's not, that's okay. But. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I really kind of turns my stomach is these modern um, praise and worship choruses. You know, if I hear, open the eyes of my heart, Lord, one more time, I'm going to stick needles in my ears. I can't stand that stuff. But, you know, people, people ask the Lord to order their steps, but they won't move their feet. What I'm saying is we need to move our feet. We need to actually do this. So Pastor Butch is offering the curriculum. There's a lot other, a lot of other curriculum out there that you can use. It's not hard. You know, it's scary. But were we promised that this isn't going to be scary? It's only scary until you start doing it. The minute you step out Wait. and do, do what God says you're supposed to do, the fear is gone immediately. So I can tell you that from experience. The minute you step they gave out. Us, right here's the instruction book. It's This is the owner's manual. Mm-hmm. This is how. It's not complicated. Yeah. Thou shalt not steal means thou steal. Thou shalt not do murder means thou shalt not do murder. Thou mm. shalt not commit adultery means thou shalt not commit adultery. It's not real complicated. You love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, neighbors thyself. That's not complicated reading, folks. That's very, very easy. And but the people don't want to understand this. They it upsets them to read this book and understand that it hasn't changed. The word of God has never changed. It's not going to change. His laws and commandments have not changed. His moral laws are being will be in effect through eternity. So why do we think that we don't have to understand what his concept, precepts, and concepts are? And why is the church so self righteous that they think they can live in like hell and go to heaven? That's called one saved, always saved doctrine, which is damnable lie. But that's beside the point. Point of it is. We don't want to follow instructions. We want to we want to, be able to do what we think is right, what feels right to us. But I want to tell you, folks, God doesn't have any spatial children to give spatial rules to. It's the same rules for all of us, the same word for all of us. He doesn't give you spatial revelation outside of his word. It doesn't work that way. I don't care what you say or what you want to believe. It doesn't happen that way. His word was, it fits everybody. It's, it's for everybody to live by. You know, today, Rob, we have a family, a, a dysfunctional family, to the point we had no family. And today, you and I both know that children outside of wedlock being born by the millions every day in this country, and there's no shame to it. I, I mean, I know Christian families whose children go out and have three or four children, and they, they see no shame to it. They don't they don't even try to, to, to reckon with the children that shouldn't do this. They don't there's no there's no consequences to sin any longer. 
As long as there's no consequences, there'll be no, there'll be no stopping. It's like a murderer who gets off gets off a of murder and turns loose in two years and does it again. There's no, no consequences for sin. So we're seeing the same thing in the church. Everybody everybody says they, they believe the Bible, but nobody wants to live by it. And we no longer see justice cried for in the church or outside the church. Uh, and the church is put here to make sure justice is done in the house of God and in civil authority. The church is put here to make sure that God's word influence all society for the glory of God. I mean, that means every aspect of it, from our finances, from a home, from it to the church, to civil authority, judges, everything was to be ruled by the word of God. And the church was put here to be salt and light and be delighted to the world so they could see what God's word is and live by it. When the church had become dark and the church had begun to worship the world, they no longer care about what God has to say. They go by their own feelings and feelings are the most damnable thing can happen. The heart is the center we call feelings and emotions. And the, and the Bible tells us that the heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can trust it? That's what we're seeing. We're running on emotions. Well, it just feels good. We got we got to have love, love, love. Forget about all the things that you know. Without well, don't judge, lest thou be judged. Bible doesn't say that to the, that I can't judge. That's a, that's a bunch of nonsense. Christ said, "Judge righteously." I judge by the standard of the Word of God. I judge myself by the Word of God. I want to be judged by the Word of God. So these are the things we got. This all this mammy pammy lovey wuzzy fuzzy wuzzy thing is not Bible. If it had been, Christ would have been killed. So he said, okay, I'm okay, you're okay. Come on in, live like you want. Come on into my house. I'll feed you, clothe you, and take care of you. When you die, I'll take you home. Don't worry about living righteously. Don't be worried about being boarding. Life where you want to, because I come to give you all the grace you need. Live like hell and go to heaven. Yep. And, uh, you know, if we really believe that the Bible is the word of God, then can you name one thing that's more important than spending your time on that? People say, well, I don't have time. Well, that's exactly- what's, what's more important? If you really believe this is the word of God, there ain't nothing more important. Anyway, Brenda has a comment for us. Brenda, you may need to unmute your uh, microphone there. Are you there, Brenda? I see your hand is up. <clears throat> well, I guess, I, I guess when you when you figure that out, just unmute your microphone and then uh, um, we'll, we'll bring you in here. Anyway, so moving on here to another topic, Pastor Butch. You know, the Luciferians always tell us what they're going to do before they do it. Um, we, oh, had yes. event, we had Event 201, then we had covid the next month, right? So now the World Health Organization uh, yesterday stated that the world should get ready for a disease deadlier than COVID. So what do you think they're planning now? You know, I, I really don't know. I have to, I'd be guessing if I said I didn't know. But of course it's going to come again. The people, a lot of them got wise to COVID finally, although billions around the world took the jab and who knows what's going to be the outcome of that. And millions are dying from it, by the way. That's just a fact. That's no longer going to be hidden. It's a fact. But a lot more people got their eyes open once they, once they, they may have got the jab, but they realized, hey, I was wrong. I want to do it again. So they got to have something to scare us back into the cage. You can't have people who are, who are not afraid. Uh, people who are, are not afraid are independent. and they'll, 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 They will live their own lives the way they, they know they should, are not afraid of, of the boogeyman, so to speak, are hard to control. Fear is a great controller. I've said this many times. that Satan drives us through fear. Christ leads through faith. 
Fear is a great motivator. And, and COVID proved that. It shut down the world, shut down world, world supplies for, 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 uh, for a good. Oh, you're, you're cutting out there, Pastor Butch. I think we lost Pastor Butch. Never will recover from again. Oh, there he is. The COVID was a was a test for the Church of God, a world worldwide. I live in America. The COVID was a, most of them felt it miserably. They stayed up to thumb, played played with their handles, and thought they were living righteously. Our Lord Church did not shut down. We wrote a wrote the governor letter and told him he's not our boss, he's not our God. We're not going to obey his unrighteous laws, and we didn't. No, no consequences came out of that. No one bothered us. And I never wore a mask. I'm not going to wear a mask. If I can't go without a mask, I won't go in. I know that sounds hard and harsh, but people, that's akin to the more still wearing masks today out of fear. That's how Satan works, folks. It's time to get your eyes open and put your trust in God, not in man. He didn't give us a spirit of fear. He made us be bold as lions or righteous, bold as lions. Where are the righteous? Now they're cowering in the corner. That means you're not righteous, folks. If you're not, if you're afraid, you're not living righteously. That's just by spirits I can put it. Yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, so they're uh, they're planning something. Um, they got to keep us in fear, and um, I, I have said all along that's the purpose of the masks. The masks were just they didn't do anything for anybody except. Uh, for the people that forced it. And that was um, to keep us reminded that we got to be afraid. You know, you got to be reminded. And the masks were a physical reminder to be afraid, be very afraid. Got to put those things on. So um, I remember my wife, uh, my wife and I were at a, at a festival up North. And there was a uh, husband and wife and a little kid um, and this was probably 2021, 20, I don't know, probably. And, you know, the masks were just kind of phasing out, but still there, pretty prevalent. And um, so the husband and wife were standing in the, in the street. It was a street festival type thing. It was an apple festival, I'll tell you what it was, and uh, eating their food. And the little son comes running up to his dad and gives him a hug. And the dad goes, "Oh no, no, no! Back off, buddy! Don't, don't, don't come any closer! I don't have my mask on." I thought, "Are you kidding oh. me? This oh is a, this is a a dad telling his little kid to back off because he doesn't have his mask on." And um, I, I want to read a quote to you. I think you find it interesting. Imagine taking orders from liars, thieves, pedophiles, psychopaths and mass murderers, and thinking you're more virtuous than those who disobey. That's a very good quote. That, that, that pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? It certainly does. That's, that's, what, that's who we are in America. And another one says tolerance will reach such a level that intelligent people will be banned from thinking so as not to defend the imbeciles. That's where we are in America. And the blame Read that. Read that last part again. That that was good. Intelligent people. Uh, this this is America today, 
and the church is part of the church is the biggest blame for all this bar none the church lies that uh, the church is a, is a center of blame for all this i know people don't want to hear that but i can't help it i, I didn't make the rules here we're told we salt and light and we haven't been that way for so many years we've forgotten how to do it i'm going to right now hang on a second i had several pages here different things i could share but we don't take time to go tonight but anyway tolerance will reach such a level that intelligent people will be banned from thinking so as not to offend the imbeciles. I, I wrote, the, I said, some books and a couple of chapters were entitled, one of them was entitled Tolerance Equals Damnation. No one written Tolerance is Gateway to Hell. The church is so tolerable that they no longer call sin, sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're so tolerant, they embrace evil. Uh, I think John Wesley said this, that which we uh, tolerate today We'll embrace tomorrow. Yep. Yep. All right. We're down to about seven minutes here. I want to get one more story in um, uh, from the news feed. These are all stories that just came in today. So uh, they're fairly current. Retailers all over the country are all are shutting down stores by the thousands um, and not just target. Um, The reason is rampant shoplifting. Shoplifting has become a type of organized crime now, nationwide. Gangs have become so organized that they can descend on a store and loot it to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars in merchandise in just minutes. In California, police will not even respond and courts won't prosecute individuals who steal less than $1,000 in merchandise at a time now. So people are just walking into stores, taking what they want, walking out, and store managers and employees can do nothing about it. We live in a lawless society, don't we? We sort of do. The word for lawlessness in the Bible is iniquity. We live in, in a nation of iniquity, lawlessness. <clears throat> and, of course, when you have a church, it's an antinomian church that teaches there is no more law. What's the point of t- when, when what law? What law? If, if, if people will not govern themselves, Rob, because from the word of God, if they want to not govern themselves and, more, and be morally righteous inside themselves, no government is big enough to control the masses. None. Now, if the people, on the other hand, who are moral will stand up and say, no more of this, they cannot stop us either. But unfortunately, it always goes the other way for mankind. Mankind always goes in the immoral direction because it's our nature. Yep. Yep. All right. And uh, finally, let me get into the situation on the southern border. I'm just trying to pick the uh, the most urgent topics here that we can get to get into and get through here today. So we all know what's happening there. Um, It's completely out of control. Hundreds of thousands of illegals are being processed into this country every month. Now they're not even being, you know, there's no attempt to stop anything. They're being processed in and relocated. Um, The administration currently in the White House, has streamlined the process of entry and resettlement across the country. An estimated 71% of these illegals are being resettled in red states. And it has been alleged recently that during the welcome wagon process, the illegals are being registered to vote as Democrats, of course. So that's, that's, that's the system they have set up. Well, we now know, and I had a guest on last night that you mentioned earlier, Jamie Walden, a fine young man, uh, verified that we have now 
have now processed 500,000 men of Chinese, Chinese origin, single men, fighting age men, into this country. We turned 500,000 Chinese military age men into this country. Now, folks, this has been set up for a takedown. We're being set up for a takedown. I, I'm going to tell you this. Now, this is something I, I know is going to happen. I don't know the dates on it. Don't try to pin me down to a date. But I do know that we're going, that we're going to go to civil war inside this country, not, be, not between North and South over states' rights. That's over with. This can be, this can be from race to race, uh, uh, moral, more individuals to eat, uh, with immoral individuals. We're going to go to a bloodshed. It's coming. This is going to go hot. I mean, Chuck Baldwin wrote an article the other day entitled Arm Yourselves or along those lines. Arm up. But but we're going to go, this is going to go hot when it happens. If Demetri Dumas prophesied back in the 80s and 90s, America will be attacked from the South and the uh, West from China and Russia. Now, this is the plans. You can look them up for yourself. China will get the lower 48. Russia will get Canada and Alaska. That's their plans. They undermine us to the point now we're so weak. We, we no longer agree on anything as a people. The people cannot agree on anything any, any longer. Look at look at the House. Look at the Senate and House. Look, they fight like a bunch of children. Look how they act and dress in there. Look, they, look at the loss of integrity in the House. Look how, how these people, look who's in the House. Look who the senators are. Look, look, where, look to the backgrounds and tell me, are they, are they the kind of, are they the best we have to, to rely on to, the, to try to lead this country? If that's the best we have, folks, and, I, and I, it must be because that's what we have. We're being judged unbelievably right now because of our evil and wickedness. We are Babylon. We are end-time Babylon. That's proven in Isaiah, Jeremiah, Revelation, all through the Bible. America's end-time Babylon, and we're going to pay hell for this. Read Revelation 18. If you if you want to read, read the future of America, read Revelation 18. But China gets the lower 48. Uh, Russia gets uh, Canada and, and Alaska. That's what's been planned. We're talking a half million military-age men. Coming across the border, already yeah, here. And, uh, already here. They'll be, they'll be well armed. They won't be carrying uh, shotguns and pistols like we are, and they will, they will be carrying more than ARs and AKs. Also, they'll be they'll have all the weapons of war that's being supplied to them, folks. This is happening as we speak right now. This is already being planned. Yeah, and um, just so you know, these Chinese nationals um, are not coming from Mexico. They're coming through Mexico. These are not Mexicans. These are not people from Venezuela. These are guys from China. And, um, That's right. And they're not coming with their families. We're not, we're not housing refugee families from escaping in some communist regime. We're setting up a communist regime in this country. That's, that's the plan. So... Um, you know, when I, I don't claim to be a prophet, you know, I get a lot of things wrong, but when I was 16 years old, I had a dream and I had this dream probably a dozen times in a row of Chinese tanks rolling down the main street of the town that I lived in. And, uh, that was a long time ago. Well, where did this come from? Maybe I... Maybe I watched Red Dawn or something, and it. But no, Red Dawn's coming, folks. Red Dawn's coming. So, but it is, and much worse, much worse. In the movie Red Dawn, the good guys won. This ain't gonna happen. I can say Red Dawn. It's not gonna happen the way at all. Yeah. No. Hold these me. these and we we got a we got a lot of uh, patriot guys uh, who picture themselves as patriot guys, and and they're you know. <clears throat> 
They well, talk big. Uh, they talk big. They say, "Just wait till they come to my door. I'm ready for them." Well, well did you and, did you wear a mask when you were told to? Did you, you go. stay six feet apart at Walmart when you were told to? We'll see how ready these guys are. Well, the so, anyway. well, the chapter, well, the chapter of my book's entitled "Patriotic Idolatry." If you don't, if you're not a truly born again believer in Christ, you're not a true patriot. Amen. Period. Amen. All right, we are out of time for a day. They, things went quick, uh, went fast. But thank you, Pastor Butch. You can find Pastor Butch at pastorbutch.com. He's got a lot of resources there, and uh, I hope you'll check him out and uh, get on his. Uh, do you have a mailing list? I do. People email me uh, at our website, uh, email me. The simple one is Pastor Butch at startmail.com. Pastor Butch at startmail.com. We'll put you on our email list. We put out a magazine once a month. It's called Minuteman News. It's between world. It's totally free online. Just go to pastorbutch.com. Say add me to your, your mailing list. We'll put out we'll put out that out once a month plus email blast just about every day or two. Okay, great. Sounds good. Okay, that's it. Uh, next week we have Mark Sutherland. He'll be live with us from Scotland. And we'll get his uh, viewpoint from somebody who doesn't live in America, but uh, things are no better there. So tune in next week. We'll see you then. God bless. Until then, we'll see you. Bye. Thank you.